Hello, and welcome to the Soul Full of It podcast. I'm not your host. I'm Katie fucking Gersh, and I'm here to interview your host, Carrie Raquel. If you enjoy this episode, please remember to go leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, subscribe, and share it with your networks. Okay, let's jump into this episode. Welcome, Carrie. My, how the tables have turned. Hello, Katie. It feels hot to sit in this hot seat, just like it did last year. Well, these questions are either exactly the same from the first episode of this podcast or an updated version of the original questions to be more relevant. So here we go. How are you, Carrie? I am feeling pretty good. I'm hanging in there. We are recording this just ahead of the second full moon in Aquarius, and I definitely can feel that energy in my body, and it's a little bit volatile, but I'm just trying to roll with it. How are you feeling, Katie? I'm feeling great. Yeah? Are you feeling soulful? I'm feeling soulful of it. What are you soulful of right now? Soulful of dark chocolate. <laughs> I mean, it's you saw dark chocolate. You're a dark chocolate girl. I'm, I'm a milk chocolate girl. I like white chocolate, too, though. I just like sugar. Let's be honest. Let's just be straight to the facts. I just like sugar. I mean, who doesn't? Right? <laughs> so tell us a bit about yourself. All right, so this is a question from the very first episode on the podcast. So you guys can go back and listen to that if you want to know how far we have come, not only in quality of content, but also audio quality, because, wow, that has been a journey. But to answer your question, to tell you a little bit about myself, I am an astrologer. I am a tarot reader. I am a metaphysical mystic of the modern ages. I am a Gemini rising. I like to see both sides. I like to argue both sides. I like to hold the both and of everything in life because I don't think that we need to be as divided or polarized as we are, especially right now with everything going on in the world. I think that there's a lot of benefit to be taken away from realizing that at the core of most disagreements with people, it's not about a difference in what the desire is. Everybody really does just want to be happy. People do just want to have peaceful, fulfilling, successful lives full of love. But how they go about obtaining that looks very fucking different. And we like to argue about it. So I like to be a part of that conversation without being so polarized. So I would say that I'm a very flexible person. I'm also very mutable in astrology. My big three, my sun, moon, and rising are all mutable signs. And so I have this innate flexibility to me. So I would say that I'm a very adaptable person who likes to hold space for everybody to have their own experience, even when I don't agree with it. And frankly, when I don't agree with it, I think it's more interesting. So that's a little bit about me. I love the yes and approach. Yes, and. (laughs) (laughs) What are some words used to describe yourself? Flexible, curious, adventurous, empathetic, strategic, for sure. Communicative, sometimes overly so. And I don't know. I would just say that I I care a lot. But of course I do. Carrie, I care. (laughs) On brand. Oh, yeah. What has inspired you to keep doing this podcast? You know, a lot of different things have kept me going. And honestly, I thought that the pandemic happening might throw me off my groove. And certainly it gave me some challenges that I didn't see coming, like the studio that I was using 
pretty much closed. I mean, they were allowing me to still go there, but there was 0% handholding and they had a massive soundboard that I had no skill set or honestly any right to touch <laughs> because it was just so epic and big and beautiful. And I, yeah, a lot of things have changed in the last year. So I thought I was going to get like pushed away from the podcast maybe and just like the horror and the grief and the overwhelm of everything. But it actually created this space for me to channel more of my creative energy into the podcast. It was a good outlet for me through all these really challenging times. And that has kept me really inspired as well as having a really amazing tribe of people who have continued to encourage me and be understanding. And that's people who are like, Friends such as yourself when I can't hang out on a Friday night because I'm editing a podcast or I have to switch around my plans because I'm trying to interview a guest, but they're in a totally different time zone. And that's a bit of a challenge to navigate. So people giving me grace and creating space for me to continue to chase this dream while I'm still doing all these other things have really helped me continue doing this and stay inspired to keep at it. Plus, I've gotten so much great feedback from people. I mean, it seems maybe silly, but the truth is every person who's ever written me a review on iTunes, like it means everything to me that those people did that and took time out of their day to give a reflection to me of what they received from the podcast because I spend so much time and energy trying to make it this wonderful experience for the listener. And it, it matters a lot to me. So every little thing like that, it's like the endorphins of like, hey, you're doing a good job and like, hey, it's not perfect and you're fucking up all over the place, but keep at it. Keep at it because there is beauty in the mess that you've created. And I just think it's so great that you've continued to go, you know, just keep going because I think you've been at two studios, right? Or is it three? Two? I mean, this is kind of the third one, our makeshift studio. True. <laughs> So I'm just glad that you kept doing it because I love listening to the episodes and I love being on some of them, too. Well, I love that you're down to be on the episodes for sure. And I appreciate that you've been listening since the very start. So what have you gained from having this podcast? A lot of weight. I'll tell you what. You sit oh on your God. ass <laughs> and you edit so much <laughs> audio. OK, in all seriousness, I mean, I, I let's be real. I have gained some weight, but that's Shut not up. because of the podcast. It's probably because of COVID and I lost my gym and I haven't like had a full gym workout in well over a year, but I have gained fame and notoriety. No, I really have not become famous at all. Thank God. Help us all. <laughs> we did not need that. But I have gained a lot of self-confidence. I feel much more clear in what I'm saying. And I'm really taking a lot of my own advice or at least trying to when I'm doing these transit and tarot readings on the monthly basis. Like I am always looking at what's coming next and then I'm applying that to my own personal placements with my own natal chart. And how is that impacting me on a personal level? How is it impacting the collective? Like there's so much to gain. I'm a better listener. I'm a better talker. I'm more confident in every way. I am creating spaces for different voices to be highlighted. I have had these amazing connections with people all over the country and even all over the world through the podcast. Yeah. And I love all the different types of soulful conversations on the podcast. I think it's just a real treat to listen to it. Yeah, it's been great all around. So what are some words you used to describe this podcast two years later? <laughs> it's 
So two years later, I would describe this podcast as fun and funny and insightful, inquisitive, thought-provoking. I feel like these are all kind of the same thing. (laughs) Witchy, even. Spiritual, for sure. Empowering. I think that's a core word to describe the podcast. Mm -hmm. And metaphysical, of course, in every way. I agree. Do you still like the name so full of it? And if you could change the podcast name to anything now, what would you call it? So I do love the name so full of it so much. And I always will. Don't change it. (laughs) No. And I definitely won't change it. So no worries there. But if I if I were to change it to something, I was thinking that I would just go really dark and I would just call it sinful of it. Because like, why the fuck not? (laughs) So that's like the uh, off brand taboo, like. I don't know. It's like a sin version of this podcast. maybe. And <laughs> obviously uni would be involved in this, right? <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. Sin full of it. I mean, side project. It's not happening. Maybe for the uni. only feet. Oh my God. Only feet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 My feet are ugly though. This is not going to last. I think those people don't care. I don't think I want to find out. But do you? Cause I'll totally take pictures of your feet, Katie. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think me, Uni, and a few people are trying to work on getting a profile. Oh, my God. You could say that uh, you could foot the bill. (laughs) Okay. Enough about me. (laughs) Oh, my, how the tables have turned, Katie. How's that hot seat feeling? Um, Who is this podcast for now? (laughs) And what do you hope listeners gain from listening to this podcast? Okay, so this podcast now is still for everybody i mean it's for everybody who feels called to listen to it and even people who listen to it are like the people who comment on some of the videos i've done on instagram where they're like people actually believe in this shit like shut up troll i know right (laughs) and i comment back and i'm like have you ever considered that people on this planet you know billions of us some of them think differently than you do yeah mind blown Their minds just fucking blow (laughs) the fuck up. But even those people, this podcast is for you. If you're seeing it, if you're coming across it, there's no such thing as a coincidence. I mean, if you know the video I'm talking about, you know the video I'm talking about. But it's exactly that energy. And I think that anybody who is astrologically curious or dabbling in tarot or starting some sort of witchy magical journey where they're starting to realize that there are synchronicities in the world that Some things are faded that no matter which decision you made, you would have ended up at the same place. I think that those people who have that curiosity, who have that desire to learn and to grow and to evolve, then this podcast is for you. And again, if you're listening to this, there's no coincidence in that. Is there anything you feel you've accomplished with this podcast? Yeah, one of the biggest things is setting clear boundaries in my life because I have not been able to say yes to every single person around me and say yes to myself and ultimately saying yes to the podcast at the same time. I've had to pick and choose. So for instance, if I know that I've got an episode debut date coming up, like at the end of the week, usually the episodes come out on Fridays. And I get a bunch of invites like, hey, do you want to do this Monday night? Somebody else hits me up. Hey, do you want to do this Wednesday night? Oh, my gosh. Hey, I've got this going on Thursday night. Do you want to get together? Do you want to come? 
Like I have to pick and choose which one of those things I can say yes to if I only have those weekday evening nights to edit and to get the episode out. And sometimes I end up saying no to all of them because then I can have a few nights of editing for the podcast or working on graphics or social media, anything. There's so much that goes into it that I'm pouring into this podcast. And then I also take an evening where I do fucking jack shit and I watch some reality trash television and lay around and eat chocolate, you know, to recover. And I need that. And if I go and I say yes to all those plans, there's just no way I'd have time to edit the podcast. I have to be picky and choosy. So while I'd say I've accomplished a lot, that's probably one of the biggest ones, setting boundaries, sticking to them. And slowly but surely over time, learning how to choose me. And that's been so powerful in so many ways. I love that. Do you think your astrological placements have influenced this podcast? Absolutely, yes. I mean, it's been mentioned multiple times, but Gemini Rising, I ride that sunshine ray into every single podcast episode that I'm doing. Gemini is like the power of the communicator. And that is what podcasting is. At the end of the day, it is communication. It is teaching. It is learning. I'm also a Sagittarius sun. Gemini and Sagittarius share the axis of knowledge. In this podcast, I help people axis their knowledge. And yes, pun intended. (laughs) You and those puns. But also my Pisces moon, because my Pisces moon placement allows me to be empathetic with my guests when they're sharing things to create a space that's really safe for them to share things that are vulnerable, that are true, that are heartfelt, that are real, that are not this fake surface level bullshit that we get hit with every single day. We are not about that here at the Soulful of It podcast. We are lighthearted and willing to laugh at ourselves. That's why the name is what it is. Like we don't need to take things so seriously, but also We can hold space for when serious shit comes up because it does. Any sneak peeks of episodes coming up? Yeah, I've got lots of episodes. One of them is an amazing astrologer. I'm very excited to share her magic with you guys. I also have a upcoming episode with a individual who works with people who are trying to release generational trauma. I think that's going to be an amazing episode. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I've got this amazing mystical individual who's going to be contributing a bunch of details about working with the seasons and how she became to like identify as a mystic and as kind of a witch which is really cool and that's just some of the episodes that are coming up as well as a human design episode and I'm not even dropping any of the names you guys have to tune in to figure out who these people are they're all amazing I'm connected with them and following them on social media I repost these people all the time so You could probably figure it out, but I'm going to keep it a secret for now because that's something to look forward to. But yeah, there's a lot of great episodes coming up that I cannot wait to share with y'all. I can't wait to hear them. Do you have any advice for someone looking to launch their own podcast or another creative endeavor? Yes, and I have kind of hit on this already, but there is so much power in your yes and there is so much power in your no and you cannot say yes to everyone except for yourself and keep any creative project that you're going after alive. You just can't. You're going to have to say yes to yourself. You're going to have to say no to other people. You're going to have to set clear boundaries. You're going to have to create space for yourself to make mistakes and fuck everything up because inevitably you're going to make mistakes. You're going to feel like you fucked everything up. 
And you're going to have to have the resiliency to keep going even when you experience that. And honestly, today's a great example of that. We are going to be recording this podcast and I forgot the micro SD card that I need in order to record onto. And I immediately had the thought of, oh, great, I fucked everything up and I wasted Katie's time and she's here to interview me. And like my brain went down that pathway of darkness and despair. And honestly, it's just dramatic and not at all logical. And yet my brain still took me there and my emotions were like, yeah, follow him. Like, sure. Yeah, let's beat you up for this. And it's not a big deal. You're going to have to give yourself grace, which I did, luckily, with Katie's help. <laughs> because we're all human. Yeah. We all I make mistakes. That. <laughs> I need that reminder. And you're going to have to have that reminder. So you need to have some sort of tribe, even if it's just one other person that can cheer you on. You know, those are some things. And the last thing I would say is discipline. Setting those boundaries, but then being disciplined about honoring them is a whole different ballpark game because you can say your boundary and then someone can be like, yeah, but Friday night we're going to be doing this thing and it sounds like a lot of fun. And you can just steamroll past your own boundary because suddenly you're like, yeah, it does sound fun. So you have to be disciplined enough to honor your boundaries and you have to be disciplined enough to actually keep doing the fucking podcast or to keep doing the art that you're selling or whatever it is that you're doing to be disciplined enough to keep going and resilient enough to bounce back when you feel like you fucked up and failed, which I feel like is inevitable no matter what you're doing. Well, and the people that want to cheer you on, they're going to understand that this is your creative project. This is what makes you happy. So they're going to want to cheer you on and be like, I respect your boundary. I want you to continue with this. And I'll always be your cheerleader. Aw, you're a really great cheerleader, Katie. <laughs> So now we have questions from the followers on the Soulful of It Instagram. Uni at Uni666 asks, what direction do you see the podcast moving towards in the future? Okay, so this is Uni, our co-host, Uni666 on Instagram, also Aquarian underscore Sage. And for this question, where do I see the podcast going in the future and, and how do I see it being different? Nothing ever stays the same. And if it stays too much the same and it's not evolving or growing, it will die eventually. That's like a plant that's potted in the same soil forever. And you never, ever change the soil. You never give it fertilizer. Eventually, it's going to die. So inevitably, this podcast has to evolve or it will die. And I'm hoping to make some changes in the formatting. I might even be making some of the episodes shorter I don't think that will happen until the new year. It's something I've been considering because I've heard from multiple people that I've talked to in the podcasting community that they feel like their shorter episodes do better than their longer episodes. And so with the transits and tarot episode, I don't think I'm capable of cutting that one down from an hour. But with my guest episodes, I think I might start cutting those down to be shorter in the new year. So that's definitely something that I'm playing around with. And then the hope and the dream is to push out more content and have more episodes. And that's kind of where I'm thinking that that could work out. If I do shorter episodes with my guests, then maybe instead of, you know, one 60 minute episode every two weeks or so, I can have a 30 minute or 20 minute episode every week. So that is kind of the vision I'm holding at this point. And then also hopefully creating the space for yourself, Katie, and also uni and me to collaborate on a three-way for the Transits and Tarot episode every month. And that also probably isn't realistic until the new year. 
but I definitely would like to see that come to fruition. So those are just some of the ideas that I have for how the podcast is going to evolve, but I'm also so open to what transpires organically and what you're interested in doing, Katie, differently, what uni's interested in doing, what listeners say that they want to hear from us. I'm always open. So I'm excited to see what comes to fruition and creating space for whatever wants to transpire to do just that. Yeah. Change is such a great thing and it's just a natural part of life. And yeah, without change, there's not growth. (laughs) So, and it's crazy to think that it's almost, well, we're getting close to the end of the year. I mean, it's, it's coming in hot. Yeah. I'm ready for Jupiter to move back into Pisces. Now, Jay at Marv J asks, how much attention should we give to our dreams when we're asleep? Do you think they matter? Ooh, so this question I love because it's just so random. And I think that's great and fun. And I'm certainly not your known to be dream interpreter, but I would say that there is meaning to our dreams, especially if we remember them. And at the same time, that's like 50%. 50% of your dreams are meaningful (laughs) if you remember them. The other 50% of your dreams, I do think, are your brain trying to work through like subconscious thoughts or old traumas or past scenarios or creating maybe completely unreal scenarios in your mind that are a depiction of how you have a core root feeling about something else that's going on in your life. So for instance, if you were going to bed every night and you were dreaming that you died every night and like you kept remembering it and waking up, Well, if you react to that in real time in your life and you're like, oh, I keep dreaming that I'm dying. Maybe it's because I'm going to die soon. (laughs) Like if you start feeding that energy to it, suddenly you are starting to feel like you're going to fucking die. Right. Everything around you that's happening is like happening to potentially add to your death because you've chosen that narrative versus dreaming that you're dying every night. And again, this is just an example and I'm not your dream interpreter, but As an example, and my north nose in the eighth house of death. Okay, so I like to talk about this shit. If you're dreaming about dying every night, instead of choosing the narrative of, oh, my God, it's a fucking foreshadowing. I'm going to be killed. I'm going to die. Instead of going down that rabbit hole, what about a rebrand of your thought process to consider that maybe this is a reflection of the fact that a part of you is dying and you need to let it go. And you need to create space for the new you to be reborn. And that's actually what this dream is all about. And that's why you keep having it. What are you not letting go of? What part of you do you refuse to let die? And that refusal to let that die, to let it pass on, to let it regenerate into new energy is preventing you from creating space for new, better, more soul-filling energy to take root. So that is just one potential interpretation of what our dreams mean. I think that we take them too literally sometimes. And frankly, we cannot take everything as fact. We have to pull apart the metaphors at the root underneath in the subconscious. What is your mind trying to tell you? What is right in front of your face that you cannot hear when you are awake, that you can only hear when you are asleep? What feeling do you have when you wake up from that dream or that nightmare? Journal about it. Sit with it. Talk through your dreams with your therapist. Get a friend. Get a confidant. Talk to your dog. Tell your cat about your dreams. 
tell your fish, tell your online friends. But there is some reason to it. And then also keeping in mind that the other half of it or the way that it's delivered, the like over dramatization of your brain is also a reaction of the media and how it's impacting you. So, for instance, if you're like me and you've gone down the true crime rabbit hole recently, which is a wild ride, I'll tell you what. John Bonet, I will never forget her. Oh, my God. Who killed her? Anyways, um, <laughs> Katie's like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I will know. tell you about John Bonet and you will be like, what the fuck? It was her brother. Anyways, they have not proven that yet. But if you're going down that rabbit hole right before you go to bed and then you have some horrible dream about somebody getting murdered, like maybe it's because of the media that you took in. Right. But then you remember it. So maybe there's also some subconscious something to it. I don't know. I think it's a little bit of both and, which is the Gemini rising answer that I, of course I would give you. That's why I can't watch Black Mirror before bed. I'm like, nope. No, definitely not. Never watch Black Mirror before bed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Great series. Skip the first episode of the very first season. If you watch it, do never, ever watch that episode. Did you watch it? Yeah. Which one is that? The pig one. Oh, you know what? I don't actually. Yeah, I don't think I did. Didn't I tell you not to? Probably. I was very adamant. I mean, I get Gemini here. I get bored easily. I'm like, eh, I'm not into this one. Next. <laughs> Every person that I know that has watched that episode either never watched Black Mirror ever again or had a hard time ever watching it again and then felt the same way I did, which is like that needs to be scrubbed from existence. The episode is just so horrible. I'm not going to say too much. It involves a pig and bestiality. You can fill in the blanks. Trust me. Don't watch it. You'll regret it. And if you've watched it and you're hearing this, you know what I'm talking about. No, I think it was the virtual reality where it's like, what's real? What's the virtual reality? Or like the memories where like you can actually remember them all. I loved that episode. That drives you crazy. Thought provoking. Anyway, last question. What are you soul full of? Right now, I would say that I'm soul full of self-awareness, sometimes to a detriment. (laughs) Because I am at a point in my life where I'm really, really self-reflective And I'm constantly giving myself feedback. And I think that that has done so much good for me where I've been able to grow and adapt and change and go, okay, well, this didn't work. So maybe I'll do it a little differently next time. But at the same time, sometimes too much self-awareness is like being in a house of mirrors where all that you see is everything about you. And let's be honest, not every angle of every person looks good. You know what I mean? This is not a MySpace angle. This is life. Oh my gosh. Right. And so I would say that I'm so full of self-awareness and I'm working at learning how to balance that so that it's not self-awareness to become self-sabotage, which I think is really, really easy to do when you are self-aware and also highly critical of yourself, which is something that I'm really working to become better about as I grow more and more hurtling towards 30 right now. So like maybe I can finish that by the end of the year. That would be great. (laughs) Self-aware enough, but like not too self-aware. A balancing act. And I think it's a great thing to be self-aware since there's so many people in the world that unfortunately are not. So I love that. And that's all the questions that we have today. So thank you everyone for listening to another episode. Like I said, share it out with your networks and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Yeah. And if you want me to send you all the good vibes, write us a review. And if you are like me and you didn't have or don't have an iPhone, I just got one in the last like year or so. 
But before that, I just didn't have one. And so I didn't have an iTunes account. I couldn't write a review. And so I just didn't. I have learned that you can just steal someone else's iPhone, like your friend, not steal, but like (laughs) borrow and write a review through that and see if they will do it or let you do it. And that's another way that you can give back to me. And I promise energetically to continue giving back to you through kick-ass content with amazing guests and co-hosts like Katie and Uni and likely more guest co-hosts to come in the future. And that is everything. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.